Hi, thank you for joining us. I'm Charlotte Wood, and I'm podcasting from the Vondek Montessori in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. Today, we're talking about the new school year. Getting ready for school to start is such an exciting time. The air is electric with new opportunities and brand new pencils and wondering what this year is going to bring. And even when we're done with school, even when our school career is over, there's something fresh about the fall, about the start of the new year. Summer was wonderful, but We're ready to get back to business. We're ready to buckle down and get back into the swing of things. Perhaps it's the rejuvenation that those longer days and more relaxed schedule brings, or perhaps it's the anticipation that was part of our early life for those first several years of our life of the new school, fall bringing the new school year. But whatever it is, it's just part of our culture. And it's a lovely opportunity to put new habits in place. It's a wonderful time to make a fresh start, sometimes to have a new calendar or perhaps a new backpack or perhaps wonder what friends you're going to make this year, what new things you're going to learn this year, and what this next school year, perhaps this next grade or this new teacher, perhaps what's going to come down the road in these next several months. And there's a little bit of an opportunity to try out new things. How do we know what's going to work and what isn't going to work unless we experiment and we have an opportunity to try some new habits and to put some new things into place, new opportunities for independence and a little bit of front-loaded adult work, a little bit of preparation on our part as adults can often translate into less work down the road when it comes to implementing new processes, trying out new habits, and exercising or inviting in new independence. And the beauty of this is whether this is a child's very first time at school, whether they're starting daycare or a new school for the very first time, it's their first time away from home, or whether they're almost 18 and they're going to be a senior in high school, if we're still living as a family and if there's still opportunity to cohabitate and to work things out together, then there's always new opportunities to exercise independence and to implement things to make this even better than last year. So we put together a few thoughts on some selected areas where families often have questions or sometimes things don't always go as planned. But the only ideas that really matter are ones that match your family's lifestyle. And so if these suggestions don't really pertain or they're not really an area where your family experiences any discomfort in the mornings of getting ready to go to school, that's wonderful. But if these areas seem familiar to you, Hopefully, the suggestions we have are valuable 
or better yet, hopefully they spark some thoughts for you about specific ways that you can work with your family or with your child or children on starting off each day, each week, and this school year off on the right foot. So the three areas that we're going to talk about today are clothing, food, and habits. The first one we're talking about is clothing. And this is a natural part of the new school year. Sometimes in the summer, we can just throw on shorts and a t-shirt and one pair of activity sandals all summer and we're good to go. But school, along with the change of seasons, sometimes brings new opportunities. Sometimes there are there's a uniform or rules about what kind of clothing children can wear. And often there's a change of season and shorts and sandals and a tank top just aren't going to cut it. And so we, we try on last year's clothes and see what fits and what doesn't, what's going to still work and what's not. And it's valuable to engage a child in this process so that they can have the opportunity to say, yeah, this doesn't fit, this isn't comfortable. And you can share how much a child has grown and they can pass that on either to somebody smaller who might benefit or perhaps to uh, an agency that will make good use of it. But having the child be the one of letting go, yeah, you're right, mom, these pants are too short, can be valuable. And as things are replaced, it can be nice to engage a child in this process, but to come to an agreement about what those few things are going to be. Either that's with um, what choices you make about what things are going to come into the home, about uh, we're going to wear sweatpants and leggings and jeans, or whatever the case may be, things that your child can be independent with. And some families have success with having two drawers, one for tops and one for bottoms. And so all the options that are available to a child, everything in these two drawers, these are all the things that are available right now, which again, that front loading, that preparation, everything in those drawers is something that you think is acceptable for your child to wear in this season and for the activities that a child would participate in every day. All of those options are available to a child. And so it can be helpful for those uh, sandals that your child lived in all school, all summer, but that aren't available for the school year. Maybe those go away until next summer to see if they fit again next summer. Or perhaps they've lived their life and they're ready to be passed on to have a different adventure. But whatever it is, if it's not available, whether it's a party dress or fancy shoes or the special suit you wear uh, to special occasions, Perhaps it gets put away, out of sight, out of mind, works for us as humans, but is especially effective for children. If it's not something that they're seeing every time they open the closet, it's a lot easier than just every morning having that argument of, no, today's not a party dress day, or no, today's not a shiny shoes day. Today's a day for jeans and a t-shirt and your shoes that you can run so fast. Additionally, as new things need to be acquired, It's a lovely time to reflect on what a child is capable of at this time. Perhaps for a very young child, this means slip-on shoes or shoes with Velcro that are pretty easy for them to manage independently, and uh, pull-on pants and a t-shirt with just 
sleeves and a head hole. Not a lot of buttons, uh, not necessarily overalls or any fasteners that they might struggle with, especially when they're working with toileting. But as a child ages, perhaps they have more opinions about my favorite color is red and I like to wear red t-shirts. Or they are able to do buttons. Or they think overalls are super slick and they want to try them and now they finally have the manual dexterity to fasten them. Or an always joyful occasion is new shoes. Perhaps the new school year brings new shoes. And perhaps this is the year that you get tie shoes because you learned how to tie your shoes over the summer. It's a joyful opportunity to reflect on how much your child has grown as, as a caregiver, as a parent, but also together with your child. Think about how much you've grown. I think absolutely you can have jeans with a button on them. Yeah, you can do that, definitely. And what choices we make, what opportunities we bring into the home, definitely reflect that new independence. And having that preparation that the clothes in the closet are choices that are available to a child, that things that are unseasonable or not everyday clothes are put out of sight, perhaps in a closet or attic or basement or somewhere that they're not going to be visible every day, uh, sets the morning up for perhaps a smoother transition. It might not be the color combination or the pattern combination that I might choose for myself, but there's a joyful amount of self-confidence, of trying out new things, of seeing what works, what doesn't. How do I feel like expressing myself today when there's that freedom to choose anything that's available in the drawer or in the closet and that those are all acceptable both as the family agreement and for the activities that a child's going to engage in during the day. Food is the second area that can sometimes cause some difficulty. We typically eat breakfast every morning and there are certain nutritional requirements that all families have for their children in terms of how often we eat vegetables or in this family, what are the protein sources that are available. And so making sure that those options are available, perhaps one or two choices for a very young child. Do you want this morning's fruit to be a banana or a peach? What would you like to have today? Do you want your protein to come from nut butter or from eggs and cheese? Uh, having those be reflective of your family's values, there's still opportunity for choice. Would you like to spread the peanut butter on your toast or would you like me to do that? So having a few things that are accessible to a child right at their eye level so that they can choose today, do I want to have water or milk? And making those options available, perhaps in the fridge at eye level, or perhaps having a small plate and fork or a butter knife or a cheese knife is really nice for a child to be able to even cut a banana to put on some peanut butter toast. Having those options available means that when a child has decided to dress herself and comes downstairs and is ready to eat breakfast, she has a little bit of freedom and a little bit of responsibility. And we've seen those moments where freedom and responsibility come together to form a pathway for confidence and for starting the day off feeling self-assured, feeling like you have a little bit of control, which we all love to feel like we have a little bit of control and we have a little bit of decision-making in our lives. 
Additionally, a little bit of meal planning if your child is taking a lunch to school, a little bit of meal planning and a little bit of preparation can really pave the way for coming home with an empty lunchbox or the child participating in the lunch process. It's unpleasant to hear at the end of the day, you packed me tuna and I don't like tuna, particularly when yesterday tuna was a favorite. Um, but when a child is able to participate, okay, what would you like to have be your protein for lunch this week? We have beans, we have leftover enchiladas, we have some deli meat, we have some tofu stir fry. What would you like to have be your protein? All right, wonderful. What would you like to have be your fruit for this week? And perhaps they're even able to participate in making a list or in going to the store to select what fruits, vegetables, proteins, grains, what they would like to have in their lunch. This is one of those times when those bento style lunch boxes or plates with uh, whole containers in them can be valuable to see this is our container for protein. What are we going to put in there? And then there are options available in the fridge or in the pantry. All right, these containers are for fruits and vegetables. Where are you going to put your grapes and where are you going to put your carrots? Uh, or if you'd like to have peanut butter, are you going to put your peanut butter on your celery at home or wait until you get to school? So that there are choices and a child gets to participate. At this young age, they're discovering tastes and preferences. And as they age, we can have conversations at the end of the day. Sounds like you had a really wonderful day. Did you feel like you had good energy to play on the playground? Did you feel like those foods helped your brain be strong for afternoon reading time? Or what would you prefer? It seems like you're kind of tired. Do you think you're in need of a nap? Or do you think we need to make some changes in your lunch for tomorrow? The more choices we have and the more conversations we have, the more we can help children to be in touch with their bodies and with themselves to see how do things make them feel? Both at the start of the day, how does this outfit make me feel? Does this outfit allow me to do all the running and jumping and learning and exploring and socializing that I'm going to do during the day? And in the same way, did the food choices I was able to participate in, did those help me to make the good choices I wanted to make during the day? And these are skills even, even as adults we're still working on developing and being in touch with. Just like with clothing, sometimes the start of a school year brings new opportunities for lunch. Perhaps this year is the first time your child's bringing a lunch, or perhaps it's a family tradition that every year we do a new lunchbox. And having your child come with you to see, is this accessible to my child? Can my child open these containers by herself? Does this lunchbox make my child excited about packing and bringing a lunch? Or perhaps even at the start of a school year, there's a little bit of trepidation about, well, what's going to be new and what's going to be the same? And walking in carrying a brand new lunchbox that makes you feel super slick is a little bit similar to walking into a new job carrying a briefcase that makes you feel super slick. You feel prepared, you know what's going to happen, and if all else fails, I know I have my peanut butter and jelly at lunchtime.
There's just something about the start of a school year that sometimes brings new accessories, and having a child participate in that process can help foster that excitement about school and all the promise that a new school year offers. School is a wonderful place, and we want to make sure that we're feeling excited and eager and ready to go on those first days. If a child is involved in helping to select new containers or a new lunchbox, they might discover, last year I couldn't open this kind of container and now I can. Or last year I had that lunchbox and this year I want to try this new type of lunchbox with two compartments, one on top and one on bottom. And they can kind of celebrate in their own way how much they've grown, have good memories of friends who, oh, I had a friend who had this style of lunchbox. I wonder if he's coming back this year too and get a little bit excited for the start of the new school year. Habits are a third major way we can acknowledge a child's growing independence and even foster that growing independence in ways that are really sometimes beneficial to family life at home. Things like having a special place for the lunchbox when it comes home from school every day. It goes right on the counter or it gets opened immediately, containers get put in the dishwasher, and any debris goes right into the trash can. can sometimes make things a lot easier for everybody, not just for parents, which let's not ever discount that making life easier for families makes life better for everyone. Having a routine in place can also benefit the child. They know what to expect. They know what's expected of them. And in those situations, they can participate more fully. Things like having a place to put your items when you come home from school. If there's a hook to put a backpack or a coat or, uh, like we mentioned, emptying a lunchbox at the end of the day. When you come inside, immediately, this is what we do, is a nice way to ensure that a lunchbox doesn't get tucked under the seat and we find last week's sandwich under the seat come Monday morning. There are nice things that we can do if a backpack comes home with homework. Where does that go? Does it get brought to the kitchen table and children do homework while parents prepare dinner or we all sit around together and do our daily reading in these places and so things need to be brought to where they belong right away, or perhaps things get dropped in one place and we have a little bit of time to play and relax, and then right before bath and bedtime, things are attended to. That's when the lunchbox gets taken care of. Perhaps every evening we prepare what needs to happen tomorrow morning. We know we're going to have to get dressed. We know Monday through Friday we pack a lunch to take to school. And so if mornings are a difficult time, perhaps engaging a child in participating in that process the night before, looking at the weather together, examining, oh yeah, it looks like we will need a sweater tomorrow. Okay, long pants, a t-shirt, and a sweater, and definitely socks and shoes. It's not a sandal day. Let's pick out all of those things. Or packing a lunch the night before so that there's still the ability to make good decisions and the ability to engage in conversation and collaborate instead of putting something together while rushing out the door. A little bit of preparation can often make things so much more seamless and so much easier so that 
the extra time we get to spend together as a family is pleasant. What are areas for your family that can sometimes cause discomfort? What are areas that routinely get a little bit out of sync? Sometimes it's surprising that every day we're going to need to pack a lunch again today. Is there anything that we can prepare ahead of time so that we're not surprised when Monday morning rolls around or not surprised when homework is due yet again tomorrow? What habits or choices or routines are valuable for your family to start this new school year off on the right foot. The beautiful thing about trying new things, how do we know what works and what doesn't unless we try? Some things are going to work. Some systems are going to work as well as we wanted them to, better than we expected them to. Other things might not work out and that's okay too, but we won't know unless we try. And all of that is good data for what to keep and what to set aside and move forward in trying new habits, new routines, new opportunities with our families. Every day is a new opportunity, every week, every Monday is a new opportunity, and every school year is a big new opportunity to try new things. Hopefully these suggestions and these ideas were helpful and like we said, the best idea is one that you come up with that's going to serve your family's unique situation. So thanks for listening. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram at Bondeck, and email us with comments, questions, and suggestions at hello at Until next time.